You're listening to Rama for Today. Many people today say that the days of healing have been done away with, that they're over. But they claim every right to be very religious. In fact, they preach beautiful sermons about Calvary and about the efficiency of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ will redeem you from your sin. Yet in the same breath, they teach that Christ did not die for our sicknesses and our diseases. And they propagate their, their teaching in their literature and they are very quick to state that the days of miracle passed away with the apostles. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan on the twofold work of atonement. Christ's death on the cross had a twofold application. Now, let's turn to that very familiar passage of Scripture, 1 Peter 2 24. Okay? 1 Peter 2 24. Very familiar passage of Scripture. Now, who his own self, that is Christ, bear our sins, that's spiritual, on the tree that we might, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness. That's the spiritual life part. That's the recreation of the for the human spirit to be recreated or born again or saved or converted, whatever term you want to use, they're all synonymous, they all mean the same thing. Depends on what culture and background you're coming out of. By whose stripes ye are healed. That's physical. You see, we got one scripture here that if people would read it, they can find out that in Christ's death and suffering that not only was the spiritual taken care of, but the physical was taken care of. The blood of Jesus Christ that was shed atoned for our sins. The body of Christ that was bruised and suffered was for our afflictions and our diseases. That's physical. Now, Many people today say that the days of healing have been done away with, that they're over. But they claim every right to be very religious. In fact, they preach beautiful sermons about Calvary and about the efficiency of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ will redeem you from your sin. Yet in the same breath, they teach that Christ did not die for our sicknesses and our diseases. And they propagate their, their teaching in their literature and they are very quick to state that the days of miracle passed away with the apostles. And like those self-righteous scribes and Pharisees of Christ's day, they follow the traditions of the church and make the gospel of Jesus Christ non-effective. Now let's turn to Matthew chapter 15. Matthew, 
chapter number 15. We're going to see something here. Very interesting. Then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do thy disciples transgress the traditions of the elders? Pay particular attention to that. For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. Now they were concerned with, see, what they were doing. And they said, why do they transgress the tradition of the elders? Now how many times have you, as you begin to get in line with God's word and begin to follow the word of God with all its fullness, have you heard? Why in the world are you going against the teachings of the church? Huh? Anybody heard that? That's what they're saying here. The traditions of the elders, they're saying, is the, the, the teachings of the church. But look what Jesus said to them. Verse number three. He answered and he said, well, why do you transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? <laughs> oh, boy, that's pretty, man. He started putting it on them, didn't he? <laughs> Woo. Well, what are you doing? What are you doing transgressing the, 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 the teachings of God, the commandments of God? And, and you'll find out, if you'll go and read there verses 4 and 5, you'll find out, see, that they were going against the commandment of honoring the father and mother, what they were doing. That's, you see, you see, that was a commandment that God set down way back before there was ever any law. Before the law came along that the scribes and Pharisees were following, God set this down with the children of Israel law way back there in the beginning. And that law is still in effect today. It just comes under the one law of love in the New Testament, but the law of honoring the father and mother. And then Paul talks about it over there. He said, he telling, you know, he's telling the children, honor your father and mother that your days may be long on the earth. In other words, that you live a full life. Well, he got, him on, he got on to him about that. And then he goes on, verse 6, then he says, Thus have you made the commandments of God of none effect by your own tradition. Now you see, it's not God that has caused the power of God not to be in manifestation in our midst. We're doing it ourselves. By our traditions. By our religious traditions. What is a religious tradition? Uh, it can become a tradition and the charismatics are getting just as bad about tradition as the churches you come out of. That's God. We can't stay there no more. We're going to go farm our own fellowship and have our own church where we teach all about faith and so forth. You ever heard that? Some of you may be a part of it. You know what? You got, you're getting into your own tradition. You got upset at the Pentecostals because they sang a song 15, 20 times and clapped their hands and hooped it up till they got emotionally involved. Now, I can talk about Pentecostals all I want to. I grew up in them all my life. And I'm not throwing off on any of them. I believe that the Pentecostals are probably closer to right than any of the rest of them. But they got their problems too. Just like the United States government, our government that we have is probably the closest thing to right that any people can live with, but we got our problems too. 
okay? The charismatics have got their problems. But the charismatics have gotten to a point that they'll sing one or two little fast songs and then they'll get into a sing song, a spiritual slow type, and then they have to go into their, uh, their sort of the same traditional, you know, you got to get into your uh, sing song praise and worship. Oh, somebody, boy, I can feel you just. <laughs> but hey, if it's not a spontaneous praise that bursts forth, then it becomes tradition because this is the time that it's supposed to happen. Another thing charismatics are doing, getting traditional on is that they, they praise the Lord and get to a certain part and then they get to this certain part in the service and everybody becomes quiet to see if the Holy Spirit won't say anything. And that's when you're supposed to have all your prophecy in your tongues and your interpretation. Huh? Is that right? That's tradition. If you'll study the Word of God, you'll find out if the Spirit of God wants to move, He is a gentleman, He'll move on somebody, and at the right time and at the proper place in the service, that individual, if they're taught, and if the gifts of the Spirit are taught properly to the people at the particular time, then he, there'll be an opportunity for him to move. If an individual is moved on in the congregation with either a tongue or a prophecy and there is no room and it doesn't seem like it's going to fit into the service, then that individual should begin to pray that the Spirit of God would move on the person in charge, the one that has a microphone so everybody can hear in the big crowd. Then the, they should begin to pray. Either, either have that individual call on me and get me up there or else give it to him. And I don't know how many times, almost within three or four minutes, that individual would begin to say out the same thing that I had. And it was much more effective than me standing up in the middle of 10,000 people and 25 people around me could hear what I was saying and the rest of them never heard a word that went on. Amen, oh me, something or another. It's truth anyway. Traditions. Our charismatic traditions, if we are not careful, is going to make the gospel of non-effect. Woo, we don't like that, do we? <laughs> but you know, I think it's time that somebody had enough guts. Oh, excuse me, I'm not in Texas. Had enough intestinal fortitude for you Eastern <laughs> Ivy Leaguers. Down in Texas where I come from, for you Ivy Leaguers up here, Intestinal fortitude is just plain old guts. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. The first item in the offer is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled Zoe, The God Kind of Life. Also included is Kenneth Hagin's three-CD series, Faith That Works. These great resources are for the special price of $17.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. 
Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We got a great Rama College weekend coming up in April, April 12th through 14th. That's yes. a Friday through a Sunday. And uh, you'll be able to talk with instructors, go to some classes. There's a lunching, and there's a game and fun night. Yes. Uh, there's a job and house uh, Housing fair, fair if you mm-hmm. need it. Uh, and then uh, the, you'll be with us on our Sunday morning worship. Service, that's right. So actually you can go and register at rbtc.org. And, and if you're interested in a Bible college, that uh, we just deal with the real nitty gritty from the Word That's of God, right. and the, we don't have the we are, are we are recognized by several different colleges. I don't know five, ten of them that actually take our credits and give them credit. Yes. But we don't. We have the the Bible and and the practical courses like the I teach a course on on effective pasturing, the theology of effective pasturing. I teach at different courses like that. We have the, the, the school of worship and missions, but we we don't have some of the other courses that you have to well, take. Well, you don't have to take math or English. No, you don't And you're to. glad that you don't have to take math. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> that isn't any good for me. No. But we, we deal with the real nitty-gritty things uh, of, of getting in the ministry, but we also have, uh, if you just want to come and take Bible courses. Bible courses, you can just, do that. You can Learn do that. more about God. Learn more about the Bible, more about God. Hey, come and check us out at uh, Rama Campus here in Broken Air, Oklahoma, which is just a part of the Tulsa area. That's right. Uh, April the 12th through the 24th. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth Hagin's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.